Feel good about it? Yeah. I think we can just go into it. Yeah, I think we're, we're again, we're doing the, you know, the rolling start. I think we're uh, back for another episode of Coffee with the Coaches. Whoa. Yeah, throwback. That's old school. Yeah, throwback Thursday. I wasn't even a part of that. No? No. You were never on an episode of Coffee with the Coaches? One time I was awkward. Was that the one where you <laughs> sat like this the whole time and said like three words? Oh, how far you have come, my young Padawan. Mm, my mustache is gone. And it's got a little liquid up there. Well, felt weird. I normally, could, I could feel would, the breeze. Normally, it would like absorb. Absorb, yeah. When I was working out, I would like sweat, and it would just like <laughs> pour off my mustache. All right, I'm not gonna lie. I'm really glad that thing's gone. <laughs> I not. think it was I detrimental it. to business. I miss it. Why'd you shave it off then? And I don't know. I was like five percent fitter. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I hit some new PRs. Makes perfect sense. All right. Well, we're not talking about mustaches today. No. We're going to talk again about um, nutrition. We've done a couple podcasts on it, but it is just, it's so important. Well, we've done like on specific topics. I think yeah. that every time we do it, we have a different conversation. Yep. Which is phenomenal. So it allows us to kind of keep progressing this, uh, yeah. this, this discussion and conversation. Even revisiting old conversations is good for newer members. And yes. It's so important. We always tell people it's as important, if not more important, than exercise. I would say it is more important. If you even look at like we run gyms. Well, look at CrossFit's prescription, the like the theoretical development of an athlete. Yeah. What is the base of the pyramid? Nutrition. Yes. The base. And then it's metabolic conditioning, gymnastics, weightlifting, and sport. Yep. Right? People get so into wanting to do the sexy thing of CrossFit, like I want to get a muscle up and I want to mm. learn how to snatch my body weight. Bro, we need to focus on the foundation first because if you don't set this up, none of those things really matter if we're looking at it through the lens of like health, fitness, longevity, even performance. Yeah. Like whatever your goals are, they are better served by having a base of nutrition. Mm -hmm. And even, even with good base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has nutrition. Yes. Is it good or bad? Correct. Speaking of that, what is good or bad? Uh, What's the best okay. nutrition? Better. Better question. So good or bad, I would consider, you know, what works for you and the thing that you can stay consistent with. Mm -hmm. The best, I think, typically in fitness, the best things are the most elegant and the simplest to explain. Mm -hmm. The best nutritional prescription that we've ever come across, which is why it's still part of CrossFit and our gyms is eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Consume at a level that um, supports exercise, but not body fat. But it sounds so simple. It is. This is the thing. <laughs> These are the conversations we have all right. the time. Is like nutrition is simple. Yeah. It's just not easy. Right. So this is where it creates space for these things like paleo or keto or the zone or macros or intermittent fasting or the, the, the potato diet. Yeah. Those things are kind of like do they work? Yes. Yeah, for sure they do. They're just, they're kind of like rabbit holes and they're almost like the, the flashy six minute abs yeah. or get shredded in 10 days with this thing. It's and, the trendy thing. Yeah. And we see people trying to go into the rabbit holes or go do these, these trends before they have a really good base. Yes. Which is per, putting the cart before the horse. It's trying to do a muscle up before you have a pull up. Sure. Doesn't make a whole lot of it's sense. It's coming in on day one and saying, I want a 220 pound snatch. And then like right. going and grabbing a bar day one of foundations. Yeah. Do 
paleo and zone and macros, all that stuff work? Absolutely. The problem is if you don't have a good base of nutrition, a lot of times it's not sustainable. Well, yes. Here's the deal with any prescription. A bad prescription executed perfectly is better than a perfect prescription executed poorly. Yeah. You can make any of these things work and produce fitness results, whether it be, you know, performance, health, aesthetic, mm -hmm. but big asterisk, like, but if you are not like doing them consistently, if you're only doing macros five days a week and then on the weekends you eat like an asshole, yep. this isn't going to work for you. Right. The thing I'm going through this um, nutritional coaching course, a stat that shocked me was 90% of people gain everything that they lose after they get done with a diet within the first three years they regain all of the yeah. weight 90 percent yes man you go for a month two month whatever it is and you just work your butt off eating clean and you gain everything back well i mean that becomes the conversation like it was a the problem the thing that we hate about the word diet is it is it implies that there's an end point mm. like i'm only doing this for a certain period of time yep it's not a lifestyle change. It's not a habit change, which right. that is what those 10%, the people that like sustain that weight loss have created this into their long-term plan. Like this is my life now mm -hmm. and this is who I am and they attach themselves to it. That's why we don't really love meal plans. Yeah. They have a, a place and a purpose, but we like to teach, like you said, how to change lifestyle. So new, good nutrition is a habit for years, 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 years. Not yes. here's a four week meal plan when you're done. Go to McDonald's again. I think meal, yes, correct. Meal plans do have their place and yeah. they come in part of the progression. Yes. They need to come after you have started developing these habits of something that we're going to, that we call clean, mm -hmm. which we are going to dive into in just a few minutes. After we have those things down, then we dive into, we can start to worry about, okay, do I need a meal plan? Do mm -hmm. I need to be trying keto? Because we encourage people to try all of these things. Yes, yeah, I know we've tried a couple of different, just to have a little experience. Yep. So why do all these new like fad diets come out? Why are we seeing all these? I think the, the lowest hanging fruit there is people get bored. Mm -hmm. Like we can preach the same message over and over, but you, you want to call it palate fatigue or you get tired of eating the same things or um, you know maybe you've tried this before and you were unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. So the new thing, oh, the keto thing, I'm gonna try that because you know what, I've heard Flashy. a lot of people are getting a lot of really good results with yep. that. Or I'm, I'm only gonna do the carnivore thing uh, because you know people are doing, you know they're getting these really cool results and it's it's the flavor of the month kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's what is working for people right now that's getting the most exposure. That's the thing that people gravitate towards. Part of it is, I mean, it, it, it's capitalism, yeah. right? <laughs> it, we can't, you can't make money on the same old thing, yeah. right? How are you gonna get people to buy more shakes <clears throat> or bars or books <laughs> or, um, it, it, not with the old prescription, yeah. right? Even if the old prescription works, people gotta come up with new things. That... It, because, well, you gotta, keep the, you gotta keep feeding the machine, yep. right? I mean, you're not going to get people to buy a, whole food bar anymore, but you, you sell them on a keto bar and they're like, oh bro, this is it. This is awesome. It tastes so that good. That is so true. And it sucks, Yeah. but it's, it's, it's part of the landscape and it's just people, I mean, we have a very short attention span. It's shorter than it's ever been, I think, at any point in history, thanks to social media and the mm -hmm. content and the information that we take in. 
this now applies in our areas of health and fitness. Yeah. It's why you'll see people who do the gym thing, but they're constantly bouncing from CrossFit to bodybuilding to powerlifting to whatever the new flavor of the month is. Mm. These people have not established the consistency piece. It's eating real food, not too much, mostly plants. Yeah. For years. Yeah. Once you do that for years, then mm-hmm. and only then should you start experimenting with these other things. Right. It's mechanics. Yeah. Can you do the thing well? Consistency. <clears throat> can you do it well over a long period of time, even when the coach isn't looking, even when you don't feel like it? <laughs> and then intensity, uh-huh. which in this would be like diverging into these other things. So build a good foundation. Yes. It's the base of the pyramid for yeah. a reason. Yeah. I think I think people get maybe they've tried one or the other and they they failed so oh that one doesn't work so yeah. let, let me move on to the next one yes uh, tried that one now oh, that one failed so let's move on to the next one instead of like like we're talking about hunkering down getting the basics down and then moving on doing it just a little bit every day yeah for a like the part of it too is like they don't get the results that they expect like I had a salad where are my abs <laughs> right. Like I went to one CrossFit class, I should be jacked right yeah, now. You didn't get overweight by eating one slice of pizza. Exactly, <laughs> and it it's, it wasn't one slice. It wasn't even having pizza that one weekend that yeah. month that last month. Mm-hmm. It was having pizza every weekend, yeah. or being inconsistent. You know, having beer three nights a week, mm-hmm. whatever. It's the like your habits define who you are, mm-hmm. and the consistency, good or bad, is going to manifest itself in your physical representation. I know that's one thing we talk about with people is making small changes instead of huge drastic changes again because it's not sustainable sure. if you're eating cheese pizza and drinking pop every night how about we eat pizza with some onions on there and soda water instead or diet pop or even diet pop that's a, a step in the right direction yes, as long as we can slowly make small steps in the right direction that's how it's going to be sustainable not okay i'm giving up pop giving up pizza Broccoli and water. Yes. That's going to last for a week and you're going to go right back I'd to the I'd be surprised pizza. if you make it a week. Yeah. You make it to Friday night. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll be like, I'm done. Yeah. So be happy with small changes and that's that's where to start. If yes. you're looking at like, where do I even start? I eat so bad. Start with making a small, tiny change in the right direction. Yes. And then a week, two, two weeks on the road, another small step. And yep. then another small step. Before you know it, chicken broccoli. I have a nutrition coaching client that I had a conversation with. She's like... I was like, okay, so working through this clean acronym, which we're going to talk about yep. right now. I'm going to save this. Let's go right into this clean acronym. Okay. Let's do it. So cool. clean, yep. C-L-E-A-N. Clean. What does our, our C, what does C stand for? C stands for consistency. Um, consistency we, of eating clean, consistency of eating like appropriate amount of meals, timing your food, all that kind of stuff. So we'll see people who... Either A, eat way too much, or there's the people who don't eat um, eat enough. Yeah. So kind of what does your day look like? How many meals are you eating a day? Um, if you are doing the workout thing, are you eating your meals around exercise? Yeah. All that stuff. I see a lot of females who I would say, who would who I would argue uh, under consume mm-hmm. food. Yep. Skip breakfast, maybe have something at lunch, and then they eat at dinner. Yep. And then, you know, it, there's something that happens after dinner sometimes or like the snacks or things that we're right. doing, the grazing throughout the day just aren't very good choices. Yeah. Because we're, I mean, we're, we're in that like starvation mode the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so consistency, the timing, 
And again, we just laid 10 minutes out about consistency. It's not just like, I did really well yesterday. Awesome, congratulations, that's yeah. a great starting point. But what can you do over like a week, a yeah. month, a year? Mm -hmm. These little things, it's the aggregation of marginal gains, right? 1% <clears throat> better every day leads you to 30% better in a month than 100%, yeah. 120. Which, which makes me think of like, people bring up the point of, well, when do I get a cheat meal? Or a, a, well, where's my cheat day at? Yes. I, I don't like thinking of like, okay, Saturdays, blow it out of water. Just eat and drink whatever you want. Don't worry about it. I always tell people like the 80-20 rule. 80% eat really, really, really healthy. Allow yourself some treats every now and then, yep. and then move on. Yes. Don't, well, I ate the cereal this morning, so for lunch I'm gonna have the grilled cheese sandwich. Well then for dinner I might as well order the pizza. Yeah. Have your one thing and then, okay, get back on it. Yeah. Even if you do have a bad day, because it happens, you're gonna, whatever, go to the Super Bowl party, go out on a camping trip and drink a bunch of beer, whatever. Get back on the horse. Don't keep rolling Friday into Saturday into Sunday. Well, then screw Monday. Yep. Little treat. Move on. Well, people, yeah, people do that. Like Friday becomes yeah. the weekend, and then it's, I'm going to start on Monday, and then yeah. Monday hits, and we have a bunch of shit going on, so we don't eat well. Well, I'll start next week, and yes. then I'll start next month, next year, and I'm going to wait till. Well, it's November. I might as well wait till January. <laughs> I'm going to wait till we my resolution, yeah. and then it's 15 years down the road. We put on 40, 50 pounds. We look back and go man Whoa. what happened yeah and it's because you made these little decisions over time mm -hmm. so that's the that's the c consistency yes the l is liquids yeah hydration mm -hmm. this is the story i was alluding to earlier mm. so i had a conversation with a nutritional coaching client we were doing our initial consult and the questions that we ask is okay what does hydration look like how much water are you drinking a day uh what do you do you drink things other than water are you drinking alcohol the the conversation went into um Yes, I'm drinking some water, mm -hmm. but I drink way too much Diet Coke. Okay, how many Diet Cokes? Oh man, probably six to eight a day. How many like glasses of water would you say? Uh, maybe one. Okay, so here's where we are going to start. Yep. You're gonna have a Diet Coke and then a bottle of water. Mm. Diet Coke, bottle of water. You just can't go from one to the next. And we're going to try to get to around four Diet Cokes a day. Yep. That's what we're focusing on for the first month. Yep. It's making these small changes. Mm -hmm. We recommend somewhere around 80 ounces of water a day. Yep. We know that the human body is like 70% water. <clears throat> um, you're going to recover better, have better cognitive function. You're going to feel better, less inflammation. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to help mobilize fat um, and keep your metabolism going. You need water. Yeah, 80 ounces is, is, like you said, what we recommend. You know, it could differ a little bit whether your size and how sure. much you sweat, but 80 ounces is going to be a good starting point. Big broad brush of yeah. general recommendation. Yeah. That looks like four to five bottles of water a day, mm -hmm. which everybody's like, oh, dude, that's not so bad. I'm not going to lie. This is a struggle for me. Yeah. Struggle. I started carrying like that black jug over there sitting by the um, speakers. Oh, yeah. Because if I have it there, I'll drink it more, but I will not just go like get a water. Well, I have to like force myself like when I wake up, first thing I do is slam water. I have to. Yeah. And then I try to have like another one before lunch, another one before I leave the gym, and then have some at night. We would argue that that you haven't built the habit of drinking water. I hate water. 
So we put in, well, in that case, if you hate water, we put in things in place like how can we um, increase compliance and how can we make this a habit? Yeah. What if we try to fruit infuse the water? Mm -hmm. Maybe we even start with like Crystal Light or we do a LaCroix. Mm -hmm. Like we are starting somewhere. Yep. And great strategies like carrying around a water bottle, making sure that you're drinking out of a straw. Mm -hmm. Like if you have your own water bottle and it's always there with you, are you more or less likely to drink water? Right. Yes. more likely yeah. right so it's the the actions that we can put in place to help achieve these goals yeah liquids important yes cl e e is for eating out that's another thing we like to talk to people about how how often are you eating out um where do you eat out and when you go out to eat what do you order i know that's a big problem with people mm -hmm. is I'm on a diet or I want to eat healthy, but I don't want to lose like the the social aspect sure. of going out. Totally understandable. There's ways to eat healthy when we're, when we're out and about. My favorite one I tell people, which you got from Ben Bergeron is when you go out to eat, order the protein of your choice, chicken, steak, whatever it is, and double veggies. Yep. Boom. Easy. Great. Forget the appetizers. You don't need them. You're going to wait three more minutes to get your food. Mm -hmm. um, don't worry about the desserts. You don't need it. Yeah. You're still out. You're still social. You're not the weird person like pulling Tupperware out of your lunch pail. I used to do it. Yeah. But there's there is smart ways to go to eat when you're out. It's just you gotta you gotta think a little bit. Yeah. You you make this like okay. If I'm going to be doing this, if I want to do this thing forever, I'm gonna be able to do it next year. What are the strategies I need to put in place? Mm -hmm. It's coming summer. It's beautiful outside. Yep. People are gonna start having barbecues and mm -hmm. we're gonna do things on the lake and we're gonna go out and be in these social situations mm -hmm. what strategies can you put in place to help you go to the barbecue mm -hmm. like have the burger dude maybe just make it a convertible take off the top bun right convertible. <laughs> it's what is the better option that we can make like having that one burger or that one brat or some of that some of that potato salad is right. not going to completely tank mm -hmm. everything that you've done the week leading up to that. Yeah. What will tank it is if you decide to overindulge on those foods which are highly palatable and they're going to I mean you're going to get the chips and nobody ever eats one chip. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're going to overindulge on those foods and then you're going to get in the cycle of okay, well it's already Saturday night, I'm going to eat like shit on Sunday cuz yep. I'm hungover. Yep. So I'm going to start again on Monday. Yep. Most barbecues that you go to are going to have some decent options too. It's sure. not like it's always junk food. It's just we choose the junk food over the the, the salad that somebody brought or the veggie tray or the fruit tray. I mean, yep. Every barbecue I think of, there's always a veggie tray and a fruit tray. If That's, there's not, you be the person to bring, bring that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, so you got your meat, you got your fruit and veggies. There you go. Yeah. Don't just keep grazing every 30 seconds yeah grabbing so, more exactly more that's more. another thing with eating out and people get in this thing where they're like this is another part of the diet thing that i don't love they're like oh well i'm on a diet so i'm just not going to go out at all yeah i'm not going to eat out i just i can't i can't go out to eat yep why not yeah why not at least like are you are you playing does, does this thing have a finite end for you are you done with this on july 31st or is this a lifestyle right because if you're done with it on july 31st Sure, you can make it the, the next two months right. without going out to eat. Mm -hmm. But that's not what we want. Right. That's not what it. you want. Yeah. We want to make it enjoyable. So it becomes, you know, what strategies do we have? 
one of the things I, I, I learned that I love for like people get salads and they're like, oh man, I like salad, but I'm a, I'm a ranch guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to have ranch. Okay. So how can we start to mitigate intake there? Maybe the better option is rather than like dumping the ranch all over the whole thing, you take your fork, you dip it in the yeah. salad dressing first That's a good one. and then get your bite. That's a good one. That's a really good one. It's one little small things that make it's that makes this huge impact down the road. Yeah. I love it. Eating out. That's the E. The A is adequate calories. The old the old calorie talk. Yeah. Calories in versus calories out equals uh, your your uh, your energy expenditure or yep. Like as long as you, everybody's heard it, right? As long as you burn more calories than you take in, you're going to lose weight. Right. In a sense, that is true. That is a piece, that is a piece of the equation. Yes. Okay. Is it the best, healthiest way for your life? No. Sure. Cause if, well, if we're only focusing on calories, I can get 2000 calories a day from meats, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar, mm -hmm. or I can get 2000 calories a day from Taco Bell, Oreos, and yeah. ice cream. <laughs> Right, so it, the, 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 the conversation evolves into where are the calories coming from? Mm -hmm. Are you doing any sort of tracking? We know that Huge. people who track are 50% more successful than people who don't. Mm -hmm. It increases awareness for you. If you're yeah. using something as simple as MyFitnessPal where you can <clears throat> scan the barcode, you're like, oh shit, this avocado's got carbohydrates and fat and protein in it. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. I always thought that it was a fat source. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a lady, uh, just last week, who had never been told that vegetables are carbohydrates. Yeah. I've had a lot that have didn't understand that. They think carbs as like starchy carbs. Yes. The, the breads, the pastas. They don't realize that fruit and veggies are carbs as well. Yeah. But tracking, even if you don't change your nutrition whatsoever, just tracking it, I think, is hugely valuable. Because then you can see like, oh my God. That's what I put in my mouth. I remember the first time I started tracking, dude, it was mind blowing. Yeah. I was like, holy smokes, I'm eating that much like shit. Yeah. It was, it was amazing just to be aware of what you're eating. That will in and of itself make you make small changes. Sure. Cause now you have to realize, holy cow, that Starbucks coffee I have has 530 calories yeah. and 68 grams of sugar. Or this salad that's really healthy that has the dressing, the crispy chicken, the croutons, the bacon, all of a sudden has a thousand calories in it. A thousand if you're lucky. <laughs> Dude, I looked at, the, you ever, like some of them are starting to put their calories on menus now at mm -hmm. Applebee's, mm -hmm. there is one salad that's less than a thousand calories. Yeah. Like most it's people- Loaded with cheese and ranch and bacon and croutons. Dude, in a lot of countries, that's like their calorie allotment for the day. Yeah, delicious. <laughs> Not necessarily nutritious. Sure. <laughs> so tracking calories, my fitness pal, free app. Yep. Even if free. you're just gonna like write it down yeah. somewhere. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things like once you know, you can't unknow that stuff. Like yeah. now everything becomes a conscious choice and mm -hmm. a decision after that. Mm -hmm. And it, one of the problems I have is grazing. Yeah. So it'll keep me from doing that because it's like, man, if I go graze, I gotta track it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> So that's the adequate, adequate calories, the A. The last one, N, um, possibly the most important is nutritious foods. Yes. Nutritious foods, that's where to start. Qual the whole like quality versus quantity thing. Start with quality. Start with quality. It's all important, it all has its place. If you can start with increasing the quality of your food, 
It's gonna be huge. I would say that this would be, this is close to like the base of our pyramid as far as clean goes. Yeah. If you can start with quality, mm -hmm. you need to do this before we worry about tracking, before we need to worry about what your macro breakdown is. Mm -hmm. um, this really needs to be like, this is the start. This is the eat real food, not too much, yeah. mostly plants. Everybody, it's and it's the whole unprocessed foods, right? Mm -hmm. It's some, it's like it shouldn't come out of a box or a bag. It should have ingredients that only a fifth grader can pronounce. Um, you should shop the perimeter of the grocery store. It should expire within the course of days, not weeks and months. Mm -hmm. It's it's these things with the shorter shelf life that um, that have all the nutrition in them. Yeah, and if you're not eating high quality of food like we talk about start simple just try to have make yourself have a serving of fruit and vegetables every lunch every dinner yeah start there start most people are under eating especially veggies mostly yep. veggies not so much fruit mostly veggies we you know we have the plate method where half half of the plate is vegetables quarter of the plate is starchy carbs, a quarter of the plate is your protein. Let's revisit, do that one more time because I want people to really remember this part. So yep. the plate method, this is plate what method. we, this is what we prescribe. People did the nutrition, people did the nutrition challenge with us before. Yeah. Remember the thing. trays. Same thing. Right? So explain the plate method one more time for us. So plate method, you have a, you have a circle plate. Half of your plate should be vegetables. Okay. Ideally, um, like some green leafy vegetables, but kind of more color, more variety, the better. Yep. Vegetables. The other half of your plate, we're gonna break it up into two quarters. Yep. One quarter is going to be carbohydrates. Okay. The other quarter is going to be protein. So you, like the starchier carbs. You're starchier thinking carbs, like, even fruits, but like okay. sweet potatoes, butternut squash. Um, Pasta, rice. Yes, That quinoa, sort of stuff. Exactly. Okay. And then the other quarter is gonna be your lean protein. Okay. With a small serving of fat. Yeah, it looks like the size of your thumb. Some nuts, avocado, dressings, whatever it is. Yep. Oils. But that right there is huge. Yeah. That's going to get you quality of food because if you just take half your plate and fill it with vegetables, you don't have a lot of room on your plate sure. for other stuff. Yeah. And that's And here's how great. you eat following that method. You start with the vegetables first. Yeah. And then we work clockwise. It's vegetables, then protein, and then the starchy carbs. Right. If you're anything like me, I start with the starchy carbs. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> right. So I eat I eat those first, and then I'll move on to the protein, and then uh, maybe I got room. I'll eat some of Pick the vegetables. Yep. If we do it the other way around, maybe when you get to the starchy carbs, you're not as hungry for those as you thought that you were. So maybe you eat less of them. Maybe you eat them all, mm -hmm. but at least I know you're getting the vitamins, minerals, the phytonutrients, the fiber, the good stuff from the fruits and or from the vegetables, excuse me. Yep. Um, this is that, 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 that quality question can also like devolve <clears throat> into this. People are like, oh, well, I don't like all that many fruits and vegetables. I don't, I don't, you know, I only like uh, Brussels sprouts. Mm -hmm. Fine. Eat it. Have them. That's not, that's not the problem. No. People, I, I get. I don't like broccoli. Don't eat broccoli. Exactly. Find like there green beans so or Brussels There are so many other yeah. options. Yeah. Find something that you like. Start there. Yes. We can work it. It'd be great to see like a variety of vegetables. If you don't like a variety, find what you like. Start there. If somebody comes to me and they say, I only like potatoes, white potatoes. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a, fine. Well, let's start there. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. It's not an Oreo. No, exactly. Right. <laughs> Um, 
And it becomes like, it's, it's things that making sure that we're including, you know, making sure that we're pairing carbs with protein and we're mm. always going to get those two things at every meal. And it's, it, it's <clears> just <throat> making sure that we're not only eating one, we'll call it food group, yep. just to keep it simple, at a meal, mm -hmm. right? We're not just sitting down and having spaghetti without any meat, right? It's making sure that we're trying to incorporate this balance. That's what the plate method, I mean, that's what we're trying to, to talk, that consistency mm -hmm. looks a lot more like balance than, uh, than anything else. Yeah, I like it. R real quick, we'll run through the clean again. Consistency, liquids, eating out, adequate calories, nutritious foods. Yeah, start Simple. small. Yes. Start small. Yeah. It's not, it, it doesn't have to be revamping your entire diet and going and cleaning out the cupboards. If, if, if that's what you need to do to be successful, I understand that. Yeah. Start small, provide these small, <laughs> the last thing that we'll touch on, which isn't part of the acronym is, is providing these small barriers for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that this is really important, helpful to, to be successful. That would look like if you are going to have chips or cookies in the house, do not have them sitting on the counter. Mm. If you even take those and put those in the cupboard, they're not right in eyesight. There's at least something in your way to right. get those. The better option is to not have them in the house at all. Yeah. So now we can distinguish, okay, do I just have a craving for these things? Or do I really, really like need them in the moment before I strangle yeah. somebody? That one, that's one that I've started implementing because if it's, if it's in the house, I'm eating it. Well, and if it's, if, if it's at the, exactly. If it's at the grocery store, what do you have to do to go get it? Yeah, I'm you not gotta do that. the drive of shame, yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> you really gotta like, think about you gotta go, you gotta, you gotta drive there with your head, you walk in like hood up, you're yep. not making any con <laughs> eye contact with anybody and you're walking just to get that one thing. Yeah. If, you, if you feel like you absolutely have to have that without like hurting somebody, like go, like yeah. do it. That's why we don't, very rarely do we have like ice cream in the house. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll eat it. Exactly. So we will go out to get ice cream because now we have to make like time and a conscious thought about it. But it's almost a point like after like the holidays when we get a bunch of junk for like after Easter, I'll have some and then I pitch it all. Cause if I, if it stays there, I'm going to eat it all. Absolutely. I don't need to eat it all. And it's there. And all you're doing by is putting this one barrier in the way right? to make sure that we're making a little bit better decision. So how can you do this at home? One, put it in the cupboard. Um, you know, if you're like, if your spouse or your kids or whoever isn't necessarily on board, tell them to hide that shit. Yeah. Like do a hundred burpees before you're allowed to have a snack. Dude, that's perfect. So <laughs> to go off topic and kind of on topic, I had another nutritional coaching client who loved soda and he was drinking nothing ah. but soda. So what we implemented, what, and he's like, dude, I got to stop. I got to stop drinking soda. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We looked up, okay. One 16 ounce, um, Coke equals 160 burpees. If you want it, you have to do 160 burpees first. First? Oh. Guess what he has not had in two months? <laughs> Any soda. Really? Whatsoever. That's awesome. And he told, he told me the last time we sat down for our follow-up, he's like, it was the burpees. Has he? Did he do some burpees and quit halfway through? Like, it's not worth no, it. No. He's like, it just the thought of started. it. Just the thought of it. He's like, I'm not doing it at all. It's just not worth it for me. Buy yourself an assault bike. You got to do 100 calories. Before. All right. That's pushing it. That's, that's pushing it. <laughs> I want you to survive. <laughs> but it's, cool. it's, it's, it's the small barriers, the little things. It's how we make the, the progress over time. Yeah. Small changes will equal big changes. 100%. Awesome. That's a good nutrition talk. Yep. See you guys. Remember, our nutrition challenge is going to kick off with our nutrition seminar yep. at both gyms on June 22nd. June 22nd. 11 a.m. So we're going to be right after our Saturday class. 
we're gonna roll right into that thing. Yep. And uh, you guys, in taking part in the nutrition challenge, keep your eye out on our social medias. We're gonna be starting to post videos yep. um, to let you know, you know, what's all entailed and what you're going to get out of this thing. You will leave with a meal plan. We're going to do before and after biometrics. Yep. That way you have this empirical data, something to say, hey, this is what happened for me over the 28 days. Yep. We're gonna go into more on a podcast. If you have questions about it, hit us up um, and keep an eye out for, uh, for the information we're gonna be putting out over the next couple weeks. Yes, sir. Cool. See you at the gyms. What up, Steve Arino? Try and stretch. Try and stretch. <laughs>